739 here on News Radio 923. I'm Andrew McKay. It's the Pensacola Morning News. At this time every week, we're joined by Mike Wood. He is the public information officer for the Pensacola Police Department, your Pensacola Police Department. Mike, welcome back to the show, sir. Good morning. Good morning. So we've had a couple of things uh, come up in the last week. One was on Gregory Street on Sunday, there was a uh, hit and run with a truck against a bicycle. What happened here? Well, all we know at this point is that it was a full-size pickup that struck the bicyclist, and he was uh, sent to the hospital in serious condition. He's going to be okay, but, um, you know, even the scene of, of serious injury is, all, is a very serious thing, and, and we're hoping that somebody knows something about it and, and will give us a call or call Crime Stoppers. But, uh, again, we don't have much to go on at this point other than that it was a full-size pickup truck. We don't have a color of the truck or a damage location likely on the truck or anything like that? Not not from what I've been told, no. Okay, okay. And what time of day was it? It was in the early afternoon. Okay. Wow. Uh, I, gre- I believe that was Sunday. Uh, whereabouts on Gregory? Do you happen to know? Gregory uh, Gregory near, I believe it's Ace. I mean, uh, uh, I, I thought it was Garden Street near A Street. Gar- Garden near A, okay. Okay. All right. I just, you know, we, we bike in the daytime, and I'm always thinking about that. At, at this point, do you have any... Do you know enough to be able to say whose fault the collision was? Obviously, fleeing the scene of the crime or the fleeing the scene of the collision—that's uh, illegal, regardless of whose fault it is. But do we know whether the the truck did the wrong or the bike did the wrong or what? No, we don't. And you know, and, and that's a good point you bring up. A lot of times, a bicyclist will hit a car, and the car takes off, and usually it's because the driver has a warrant, doesn't have a good driver's license, or doesn't have insurance. And, uh, and they take off. So, um, you know, it, it, no matter whose fault it is, uh, in these cases, we've seen the driver take off before uh, when it wasn't their fault. Yeah, no, I, I, you know, I, and sometimes I think, you know, as a bicyclist, uh, you know, the bike community tends to think it's always the cars. It's not always the cars. <laughs> it's not all, you know, then again, you also have some people who drive tra- cars and trucks and will yell and scream at you when they drive by you or honk their horns or things that are just, it's, it's unbelievable kind of the behavior, but always leaving the scene, always leaving the scene is a problem. Uh, we also had, speaking of kind of, you know, weird things that happen with cars, we had a uh, kind of a, I mean, like one car fell off of the overpass onto another car? Yeah, and, you know, this doesn't happen very often. The first point of impact, and that was on the I-110, the elevated portion right over Jordan Street um, last weekend. And the first initial impact happened on the interstate, which is the Florida Highway Patrol's jurisdiction. But the second impact happened in the city of Pensacola jurisdiction, which was down on Jordan Street. And that's when the Jeep hit the wall on the interstate, flipped over the wall, and landed on a vehicle below. And uh, that was a horrific crash, but fortunately the injuries were not serious in that incident. I'm amazed that you get a, I mean, a two-vehicle sandwich out of this from 30 feet up and barely, you know, people are barely injured. That's amazing to me. Yeah, it's kind of a first time that I know of in that area. Now, going the opposite direction, southbound, we've had motorcycles go off the interstate mm-hmm. uh, and land in the parking lot of the Bay Center before. That hasn't happened in a long time now that I think about it. Uh, but from where, where this one happened, I don't believe we've ever had one there uh, before. Yeah, it's kind of an unusual location because it's not bending. It's just going, you're just going straight. You know, there's not no, nothing weird happening in the road uh, at that particular point. Um, you guys are getting any, any, anything else we don't already know about in terms of crimes or incidents? No, sir. Uh, hey, I'll take that. Uh, you guys put out a press release the other day that you are getting ready to do your uh, annual Christmas enhanced DUI enforcement, right? 
Yeah, and something that we try to do every year. Um, unfortunately, this time of year, we have a lot of people that decide to drink and drive because of various uh, uh, holiday parties and things like that. So um, the funds allow us to have more officers on the street looking for impaired drivers. And, um, you know, that's that's what they're going to do. There's going to be a zero tolerance there. It's a very selfish thing to do. And there's so many other ways to get around that. It's 100% preventable, those injuries and that arrest. Um, but there's so many ways to get around it with a good plan. Or even if you don't have a plan, when it's time to go home, you know you shouldn't be driving. There's there's ride sharing. There's cabs. There's, there's friends. There's all kinds of ways to do that and not take the chance because I can't tell you how many times – uh, when I was working patrol that I had people in the backseat of my car arrested for DUI where they just wish they'd have done something different. And they ask, you know, can I call a cab now and things like that? And at that point, it's too late. So just do the right thing uh, the first time around and, and you're going to get home instead of going to jail. This is, um, you correct me if I'm wrong, this is paying extra time to uh, PPD officers to work specifically on this task. Is that what this is? Yes, looking for impaired drivers, but, you know, uh, seatbelts, speeding, uh, texting and driving, those things also uh, will be looked at, looked for as well. And, and the only reason I ask is because I'm thinking about, you and I have talked in the past, especially when PPD was a little bit lower on staffing, that, you know, outside agencies, you know, banks and, you know, uh, Walmart, you know, they try to, they, uh, they offer duty, you know, for you guys to work when you're not working your regular jobs and they pay pretty well and a lot of officers will take those gigs. There was a time, um, I think almost all of them do, um, but there was a time when you guys were talking about how you wouldn't be able to provide officers for those because there weren't enough officers. Where are we at with that right now? Because if PPD is now having more officers, you know, working on the DUI enforcement, does that affect your ability to satisfy the requests for off-duty work like we're talking about at you know banks and Walmarts and stuff like that? No, it, it, there's two different. Those are two different things. When okay. the officers are getting paid for the DUI enforcement, then that's that's what they're on the clock doing, uh, as opposed to working for a, a private business in an off-duty capacity. Well, I just figured you're just because you're you know there's only so many hours available if they want to work is what I'm thinking, and if we're putting more of those hours into the DUI enforcement, I just didn't know if that I didn't know if we were in that sort of scarce availability of police officers situation at all right now. Is kind of what I was thinking. If that makes sense. No, not not at this point, no. Okay, all right, fair enough. Well, that's why I ask. Uh, you guys have something else cool that you're getting ready to start. I'll ask you about that in just a second. Candy Cullerton, meanwhile, has traffic on the fives. And, uh, not showing a, a whole lot, but you, of course you want to use caution wherever you go. And we are watching one accident. It looks like uh, this is on the west side on Quigley Road and Corydale Drive in Pensacola. Uh, but that has been uh, moved out of the way. Stalled vehicle with police present in the middle right turn lane on the off-ramp on Davis Highway near I-10. And the turn lane from 98 East to Lillian is block. Somebody's there directing traffic. Text 437-1620. Candy Color to News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. Back to Mike Wood, the public information officer for the Pensacola Police Department. Uh, in addition to the DUI enforcement coming, you guys are getting ready to launch another thing that you do every year around this time. Tell us all about it. Yeah, it's called Police Navidad. It's where, uh, thanks to Pensacola, our, our uh, Pinair uh, credit union and the police foundation we are able to hand out gift cards that are, are worth fifty dollars a piece to citizens that we see that do something good for someone else you know or, or just do something good like putting up a shopping cart or letting somebody cross the street when they're supposed to do that anyway but you know if we see a good deed an officer can stop that individual and uh, issue one of those cards to them uh, and uh, like i said it's good for fifty dollars and we'll be doing that through christmas I, I so where do it. we need to go to get your attention <laughs> right where's the staging at what at what at what intersection do i need to be nice to the grandma that virtue signaling nasa shirt wearing girl <laughs> I know. i'm That's putting right. away 
yeah. cart. Yeah. So yeah, you know, yeah, using that signal. If you're a truck driver and you turn around before you hit the 17th Avenue trestle, you deserve fifty dollars. <laughs> Uh, I see Mike Wood in his in his truck camping out right at the roundabout with the binoculars. I see you, smart truck. Here's your 50 bucks. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. Oh, man. Uh, every, uh, every time we have you on, we like to end with some kind of a cop myth. Uh, do you have one for this week? Well, this is not necessarily a myth. It was a question I was asked by a convenience store clerk yesterday. She had called uh, the police, and it was PPD, about a noise disturbance outside her home, and she said the officer never uh, never came. And uh, when I asked, you know, did you ask for contact with the officer, and she said no. Um, so the officer is not going to go up to the door and knock on her door because she did not want contact. But I can tell you it is our policy, and it always has been, that no matter how minor the call is, a Pensacola police officer will show up to that residence. Now, there are exceptions, and that's if you uh, go on to our website and you uh, uh, want to have a report done over um, with, on the website, then obviously an officer's not going to show up. But if you call the police, and it may be a low-priority call, it may be a little while, but the officer will eventually uh, come to that call and investigate that call. And if you do want to see an officer, you will see an officer. If you tell the dispatcher that you do not want contact, you won't be contacted, but the officer still will respond to your call. I promise you. Very good to know. Mike Wood, he is the public information officer for the Pensacola Police Department. And if you want to take your best opportunity to get a $50 gift card, take a box truck toward Graffiti Bridge, but don't go under Graffiti Bridge. And, uh, you know, hey, you know, maybe you get something good out of it. Mike, as always, thanks for the time, sir. I appreciate you. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you.